Hey everybody, my name is Pej. We come on every single Tuesday, right around noontime. I always have special guests in the recovery world. We talk about anything and everything that's recovery related or lack thereof. Welcome to Peggy's Recovery Corner. Oh, we what? Four and three and two and one. All right, let's see here. Okay. We are live. I'm here today with my boy, Oski. Finally, we meet in person. Finally, we meet in person. Today's a, a, a very special day for many reasons. It's the first time that Oski and I actually meet in person, but, yeah. but we had already uh, been in communication over the last couple of years. Uh, obviously, today's a very, today's a day of memory. Yeah. We, we, we lost um, Prince exactly five years ago. Today, probably about two hours ago. Yes. And I remember. Do you remember where you were? That's 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 what we're going to talk about. Let's talk. We'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm wearing my 1999 yeah. shirt. Um, yeah. Prince was uh, words can't even describe. He was beyond a musical genius. I mm -hmm. mean, uh, Ashkin. First, I want to get into talking about Ashkin. So <laughs> yesterday, I asked him. <laughs> What's your background? What's yeah. your education? This is the answer, <laughs> and I love this. I'm just a humble, dervish, mystic, musician, author, friend, lover, and brother. I am everyone and no one, all and nothing. A shaman once told me I'm the voice of the drum. My purpose is to speak wisdom to the tribes. My Sufi name is Ali Nur, the mystic heart of light. I'm here to do my small part in freeing the planet and humanity out of darkness and into divine life. Mm. All the other stats just ain't sexy. Ain't sexy. That's right. No. So I, I, um, I absolutely love that. I, it's almost like a job interview. People asking questions. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm like, mm. well, I think you give a perfect answer. So I, um, I'm happy that welcome to the corner. Hey, this is the corner. Hey, um, I love, you know, I, I know that when you had first met me, it was, I think you saw me on Michael Dean's podcast. Mm -hmm. or heard me so. on there. Yeah. And then um, it was probably about a year and a half after Prince had passed and, mm -hmm. and Michael was uh, interviewing various Prince fans. If you don't know that I'm a Prince fan, <laughs> I'm sure you do. And the, yeah. best, the best thing about being a Prince fan is so many people know it that whenever like uh, a song comes on, I remind them. Of right. Yeah, me. Yeah. But they also let me know like this just played this morning. I had a friend mm -hmm. call me and he was playing DMSR for me, ah, dance music. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, when you and I uh, first began talking, mm. uh, you obviously knew my background was in the recovery world. Yes. Right. And I had told you mm. about how many years I was sober at the yeah. time. And then yeah. you did uh, something on YouTube to mm -hmm. one of your channels yeah. and interviewed me. And yeah. you had told me about, you know, you have experience with addiction and <clears throat> your family and everything. One of the things that I wanted to bring up today was the fact that obviously it's a recovery podcast, but we want to talk about Prince most definitely today. Mm -hmm. But our man went out uh, with an addiction. Mm. And um, Prince wasn't your typical, he didn't have uh, addiction to substances as a result of psychological problems that he was growing up, like you, like the average addict or alcoholic mm -hmm. that I see mm -hmm. in my realms and circles. Prince really had a pain, like he had physical pain as a result of as, as, as most Americans. Do. Right, most right. Americans do, and so they get prescribed these opiates, mm -hmm. and and um, and the opiates truly make them feel good. 
it, it takes away the pain. Right. But unfortunately, they develop a dependency upon mm -hmm. it. And and therefore, it's uh, never enough it's, to get rid of. That's the pain. Yeah. <laughs> right. Never enough. Exactly. So when they start doing it, it becomes a way of life. And then they need more and more. Mm -hmm. And uh, we still don't really know exactly what went down or how it went down mm -hmm. or where we got it from. Mm -hmm. But in the end, uh, you know, it was an accidental overdose. I don't think anybody that ever overdoses intentionally does right. it to overdose unless they're on a suicide mission. But I don't mm -hmm. think that. Prince was of that mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe he went too early, you know, way too early, mm -hmm. but everything happens the way it's supposed to yes. happen. There are a lot of fans, Prince fans, who have had very, um, I won't say heated conversations, oh, yeah. but intense conversations oh, yeah. where they try to tell me that the record company killed him or this killed him or that killed him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to each one, you want to believe what you want to believe. I mean, sure. uh, I've been a conspiracy theorist in my life, but when it comes to, to Prince, mm -hmm. um, there's some other things that I had knowledge about shortly after and maybe even leading up into that mm -hmm. where I knew that the day that I got the call uh, from a friend, did you just hear that there was a fatality at Paisley Park? Mm -hmm. um, my, my head first said, gee, I wonder which employee there may have mm -hmm. died. And then uh, when they started to actually say Prince, I thought, oh, my God, I hope it isn't what I think it is. Mm -hmm. And, and sure enough, it was exactly that. So um, I felt like I got punched in the gut then. Yeah, yeah. Because this was like our uncle. As CeeLo describes him, CeeLo said, Prince is my fairy god daddy. Right. And that's, I was like, that's, that's yeah, that's what he is to me. He's right. my fairy god daddy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how old you are, but I, I would say we're probably around the same age. Yeah. We grew up on him. Totally. From a very totally. young age. From totally. a, I mean, he was totally. basically Constant the presence. soundtrack to our lives mm -hmm. with many other great artists, but yeah. he also affiliated. Nobody else compared. Nobody else compared. Yeah. And you just don't see them like that anymore. No. Right? No. No. And what really saddens me, this is what's, what's kind of amazing, is uh, that Michael went out. I'm glad you mentioned Michael because I want to speak on him too. For sure. Mm -hmm. Michael went out like that, and, mm -hmm. and you would have never thought during the time that they were in the peak of their. But I don't think there was really ever a peak. They were always in the peak, mm -hmm. you know. Of, of they were the golden years. Yeah, they were the yeah. golden they years, were the definitely. Golden years, yeah. That okay, listen. <laughs> do you remember the day that Elvis passed away? I do actually. Okay, I do. I do too. Yeah, I was young. I was driving in the car, but I remember it was Elvis. It was Elvis, right? Yeah, and I remember seeing my aunt, who mm -hmm. you know, she was probably around, you know, in her forties or something like that, but she was crying. Endlessly, yeah, right? And yeah. and I and I didn't I what I knew about Elvis was just he was just a you know extraordinary artist like flamboyant, flamboyant dancing, singing. And he could sing. And he could sing. Then when I read talented. his biography mm -hmm. and learned about the Memphis Mafia <laughs> yeah. and learned about, you yeah. know, that the fact that when he was on the road, he actually had a personal doctor yeah. that would provide him yeah. with all of the different drugs that he wanted. Mm -hmm. It didn't come as, as any surprise to me that this man overdosed and, yeah. or whatever happened to him. Sure. However, he died. He died because of his addiction. Sure. So I never, ever thought that we would end up seeing Michael or Prince mm -hmm. because these weren't people that you really ever heard of, like, having an addiction. No. Right? No, not whatsoever. And what, 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 a, what a sad loss on both ends because <laughs> they were um, – they were forces to be reckoned with. I mean, there was just mm -hmm. nobody like them. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Even even James. And they both looked up to James. And James had his his demons, you know? James. James is the 
Titan. You know, he's, 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 he's Titan, yeah. But, you know, however you want to view it, I mean, some people think, like, drug addiction is bad, but regardless of the fact, these were, um, I believe, mystics. Like, they, they, they touched lives. Yep. I'm going to get into that. Worldwide, yes. right? And, and may God rest their souls, mm -hmm. you know. I believe that um, there's a lot to talk about today. For one, obviously what just happened in Minneapolis this year. That, that's significant as well. Yes. Yeah. She'd be so kind. To, uh, I think if my phone is in there on the side. No, 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 another phone. No, on the side. On the side pockets. So on the, see what's inside of there? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Okay, so. We'll, I'm sorry. We'll try to find it. So as far as, uh, there's a lot to talk about. You know, obviously yesterday uh, was huge. I mean, I, I was on the edge of my seat when I was watching to see what the verdict was going to be. I almost thought we were going to have another Rodney King. Burn it down. A, a quill, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody else was, was prepared for that. But I think the times are changing. Sign of the times. Yes. Welcome it, to America. Welcome to America. That's right. <laughs> it just so happened to be in Prince's hometown. Mm. I wonder how Prince would feel about this and what mm. he would say, you mm. know? Uh, mm. And maybe he is looking down. Or maybe mm. he's just right here with us. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think Prince has ever really got. No. He's not. No. And I, that's, that's, that's what I want to talk about. Okay, then yeah. the floor is yours because you're a deep spirit. I connect with you. I vibe with you. Mm. I notice you have a crystal in your hand. So t talk to yeah. you. <laughs> Tell us everything that you feel. Well, um, first I just want to take a moment to um, to do like a very quick grounding and meditation. Mm -hmm. If um, we could just close our eyes just for a quick second. Uh, those of y'all watching, don't be scared. Just close your eyes just for a quick second. Um, and just feel gratitude, just feel thankfulness for life, for love, for waking up, for sunshine, for water. Just feel gratitude. The divine source is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. You too, everyone listening, is also at your core omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. Omniscient means all knowing, omnipotent means all powerful, omnipresent means all present, present everywhere. And these three divine forces come out of what we call omni-love, which is love is light. People say love and light, but love is actually light. And from that omni-love, which is unconditional love beyond all understanding, feel that love, whatever you love, whatever you hold dear, just feel that love coursing through your veins. Just feel it because you are it. When I count to four, you can open your eyes. One, two, three, four. We on one. That's right.
So yeah, Prince, um, I'm glad you said what you said, Patch, because um, I'm not, I'm a little humble dude. I, I'm not really in any communities. I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not out there. I'm not pushing anything. I'm not promoting anything, you know. But I, you know, listening to people, I know that this is a sad time. This is, a, um, you know, people were deeply affected by by. by uh, I call it the ascension. I don't call it that. I call it the ascension. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, the same. And they are twins. You know, uh, Prince uh, is a Gemini. Mm -hmm. Minneapolis is the Twin City. That's right. George Floyd, his twin was a basketball player, but just like mm -hmm. you know. So there's this twin. There's this twin energy. Right. Um, so maybe we'll touch on Michael too, because I, I, yeah, I have some 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 insights on that too. Mm -hmm. But there's this sadness, and there there's the there's this this sense of the tragic loss of Prince, mm -hmm. and the you know he went too soon, he was alone, and you know, right. and uh, Rumi, we both have a Rumi connection. That's right. I'm actually um, I'm a part of Rumi Sufi order. Mm -hmm. Initiated in that in that order, so I have a deep connection with Rumi. Um, in indigenous cultures, in spiritual cultures, they say you cry when someone's born and you celebrate when they die. Right. Over here, we're, the, we're opposite. Mm. You know, we, you know. Um, it means we celebrate when they're born, but we right. cry, cry when they die. Right. And the baby's crying, like, ah, what am I doing here? <laughs> right. But um, there's birth and there's death. Right. The opposite of birth is death. Mm -hmm. The opposite of death is birth. What's the opposite of life? Mm. There is no opposite. There is no. Because <laughs> life is just life, right? But correct. Um, energy is not created or destroyed. It just changes form. Mm -hmm. So um, there, there really is no death. Mm -hmm. And this time that we're in, um, we've got everybody running around scared and, you know, we're locked down, we're quarantined, mm -hmm. all because of the fear of death. Right. When, if you're born, you're going to die. It's like, you're going to die. That's right. But with experience and spiritual, uh, a little bit of spiritual study, mm -hmm. you come to see the original death. Right. It just changes form. Mm -hmm. So um, I had an experience that you know, when, when you said you'd like to have me in the podcast, I'm like, well, what do you want me to talk about? You know, and I said, oh, well, this is coming up. I'd like to share because I know you're like a, an OG in the Prince world. It's just like you. You know, <laughs> I'm just I'm just a dude in the corner. You know, but <laughs> I said, well, let me, you know, let me maybe try to help change people's perspective by what I experienced five years ago today. Because what I experienced five years ago today was just one of the most profound spiritual experiences of my life. Okay. And um, I don't feel that there's a lyric and Kendrick sampled it. Um, Prince said it too. Uh -huh. We're all a star. They've been a star. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, every nigga is a star. Mm -hmm. um, Slash Stone, what was their thing about the star? They had a song about the star too. It's my friend Robert mm -hmm. Muhammad and 
security over there. <laughs> um, but we're all stars. And the Bible says, ye are all gods, children of the most high God. And right now I feel like DMX coming through. Like, <laughs> you know, another beautiful soul. Another beautiful soul. And that's the thing about recovery is that people people that wear their heart on their sleeves, artistic souls, being here is not easy. And if you don't have a profound spiritual experience, and spirit, you know, what is spiritual? What is spirit? Spirit is breath. Mm -hmm. So to be spiritual is to do what? Breathe. Breathe. That's it. That's right. It's not about any particular religion, any particular God, or any particular faith. Right. It's about breathing. If you're breathing, you're spiritual. Mm -hmm. So everybody's spiritual right. already. You don't have to you know, do anything crazy or have big crystals or whatever. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You're breathing, you're spiritual. But the time we're in as well is like, I saw a meme the other day and it, it had two lines. And one line was like, surgery, pills, vaccines mm -hmm. and everybody was in this line and then there was another line over here that said change of lifestyle mm. nobody was in that line mm. it was empty because everybody wants surgery give me just cut it out you know yep. pill okay take a pill right headache take a pill uh, want to lose weight take a pill mm -hmm. <laughs> you know Vaccine, take a vaccine, take a shot. Yeah. I can I can see my children. I can do this. I can do all these things that I can't do. Right. Just and it's the medical industry. Mm. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to hit on the medical industry. Right. But it's true. We look to there are gods. You know? We look to them. We look to them, we for, need them. for salvation. That's right. The church of pharmaceuticals, mm. big pharma. Big pharma. Um, but then there's change of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You don't need all these things. Right. Change your lifestyle. But it takes work. And working is, you know. But with Prince, because um, we know the one thing about Prince, Prince, work, his love was his work. That's right. And his work was his life. Mm -hmm. And um, just some old ramble, because I can ramble. <laughs> um, my first experience with Prince mm -hmm. was the Dirty Mind album. And um, my dad brought this is crazy. He brought the Dirty Mind album uh -huh. and the Time album. Right. I'm like 10, 11 years old, right? And I'm looking at this dude in his drawers, right? In his bikini briefs, you know? Uh -huh. And then there was these, this, the Time record. They both were black and white. And Time had six dudes in black and white with the, with the, you know, with the suits. And they looked, you know, they looked like they was from the street, That's you right. know? So I love that Time album. I like Prince. I was like, why is a girl singing on all the records? You know, I had no idea that they both were Prince. I had no, no idea. That it's all Prince. I was in Kansas City at the time. Right. You know, there was no internet. Right. You know, I did not know that these were both two Prince records. Right, right. And then this is hilarious. And, you know, for younger people that weren't around then, it tells you how Prince was seen at that time. The mm -hmm. controversy came out, right? Right, right. And this is before MTV, and they used to show little videos. So there was the um, sexuality video, yep, yep, the controversy, yep, the controversy video, video. Full shot in the same. Right? Studio. And Dirty Mind Uptown, you know. Mm -hmm. So they just kind of replay these yep. same videos, yep. you know. And so my dad went out to, uh, we were in Kansas City at the time, where my good brother Robert is from. Mm -hmm. 
and it was Rex Store, and he bought the cassette for, for controversy. Right, right, in. right. We're grooving. And all of a sudden, about what, four minutes in, mm-hmm. um, our father, who our head, my dad was like, <laughs> he skipped it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then it's like sexuality, right? It's like, look, he had a Fiat at the time. Like, yeah. He turned that Fiat around. He took that record back. He's like, I don't know what this we is, but we are not listening to it. That's how wild Prince was, mm-hmm. you know? And then, of course, 1999, that was the record that just turned me all the way out. It was 1999. Purple Rain. Prince did not come to Kansas City on the Purple Rain tour. Were you in Kansas City at the time, Robert? Well, I was in Utah, no. and he definitely did not. <laughs> he had not yet come to Utah until yeah, right. I left Utah. You know, so we had tickets, and then he was exhausted, you know. And uh, This is during Purple Rain? This is the end of the tour. End of the tour, he was already exhausted? Well, he stopped in Miami. But then he had a few more dates, right. but he canceled. Okay. Because because it was the whole round world of day was out. Yeah. He was retired from touring. Yes. May you live to see the As dawn. Said, and I'm like, ah. but yeah, you can see. Yeah. I mean, you go back and watch that. It's like but who, you know. I think he was over that tour towards the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. He was just. I mean, he was five records ahead. That's right. You know, literally, literally five records recorded ahead. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I didn't actually see Prince. Um, well, Santa Time, Love, Sexy. Mm-hmm. I call those the golden, the golden years. Yeah, because like Stevie Wonder, who's really kind of Prince's uh, mentor. Mentor. Um, um, what's the word? Pre- predecessor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in terms of the genius that does everything himself. Right, is literally doing something that nobody's ever heard. That's right. You know, literally taking you to new worlds you've never experienced. Right, right, right. Stevie Wonder is his predecessor. Ray Charles would be Stevie Wonder's predecessor, right? You know, um, so Stevie had his golden period, which was like, um, uh, some would say, music of my mind, mm-hmm. I would say, talking book, right? To about songs in the key line, where it's just like nobody can, you know, come on, man, right. you know. And Stevie had a, um, a near death experience, I think, during 72, 73. Uh-huh. And they weren't sure if he was going to make it. Hmm. And I really feel that even further propelled him because he went to the other side right. and came back. And came back. Know? So Prince had his golden period, which I would say, I was thinking about this morning, I said probably from 83 to 88. It's about five years. Right. Where it's just like your creative juices are just like flowing. On. Yeah, and there's flowing. nothing, you know. And I think with Prince, and I'm going to get to this, come to the experience. With Purple Rain, it's like when 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 we're ambitious and all of us have um, you know things that we strive for, things we want to do. Mm-hmm. But when you get it, it's like, well, what do you do with it? Right. And so when Prince, you know, went to this, you know, Michael Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, you know, Beatles level hysteria fame. Right. What did he do with it? I feel it was like validation for, to further who he is. Now I have absolute, I thought I was this guy. Right. Now I know I'm that guy. That's right. I've got the money. Uh-huh. I'm going full steam ahead. Uh-huh. Watch you know, this. Right, with my vision. Yes. You know, and I really think that now time, I love this band. I particularly love Dez Dickinson. Where Dez yeah. at over there? That's right. So when I saw him in Dove's Private and I saw this little white girl over there, I'm like, where Dez? Yes. But I think Wendy in 83, when she came in. 18 years old. 18, right? 
She was eight. And I mean, the Prince was okay. So Stevie wanted to record a song for Kid Life at twenty five. Mm-hmm. Prince recorded Purple Rain at twenty five. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson did Thriller at twenty five. Right. Einstein did the Theory of Relativity at twenty five. Did he really? It's oh my. 20, God. So the rest of his life, he's like, that's what he's known for. <laughs> rest of Michael's life, Thriller. That's what he's right. known for. Prince Purple Rain. That's what he's known. For. Theory of Relativity. Right. Right. So. Um, That's really cool. Man. I did not know. Right. That. Yeah. So it's like there's so something about it's a golden age. Yeah. For people's most creative juices exactly. to flow. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's the youth and it's the energy. Right. And it's the you know. So with Prince, I think when Wendy came in, who is a twin. Right. Remember back to the twin energy, yeah, yeah. the Gemini, the twin cities. Uh huh. So when she came in and her other twin, it's like a Susanna. trifecta, yeah. is Lisa. Oh, so you got Lisa, Lisa and Wendy, Wendy, Lisa, Suzanne, Suzanne. Yeah. You know, so it's like this, this, this. So I think that was a start of basically like Stevie Wonder's like. You've got these seven notes, right? Right. You've got these seven colors, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the job of a true artist is to create a new color mm. that no one's ever seen. Yes. So Stevie did that. Prince did it, I don't know how many times. Like Miles Davis did it, how many, you know what I mean? It's like some people, you know, <clears throat> so those I said were his like golden years. And actually, and he said himself, after love sex, it's like, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. And that was like, like I'm like, n- you know, nobody, can't nobody, <laughs> you know I mean? like, don't even try, right, right. It, it ain't happening, mm-hmm. you know? So the only time I really went down with Prince, like that's my dude, was when he brought in Tony, Tony M, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> you don't need to rap, you're Prince, you don't need to rap, you know. Right. Like, you know? So those two albums, the only time I was like, mm. you, you kind of checked out for a second, because I was, you know, like times I was into James Addiction, right. I was into, uh, you know, I wasn't, you know. Then uh-huh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, during that time, I'll mm-hmm. say this right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I mean, I'm sure you are too. Yeah, I was yeah. a major hip hop junkie. Right, right, exactly. So, so like, I love. Exactly. I, I grew up on West Coast, Eric West Coast, Rockin, all, all of that stuff. Like, NWA. So when Prince, Prince himself, from what my understanding was, mm-hmm. wasn't really a fan of trying to incorporate right. rap into his music unless right. he was the rapper, <laughs> or unless like Cat or Sheila were going to mm-hmm. do like mm-hmm. a female rap. Mm-hmm. But when he brought them in, I, f- I feel like during that time, it was sort of like an MC Hammer, you know. Yeah, right. It was famous. a pop rap. It was yeah. like a pop rap. Mm-hmm. And so when he brought them on, I thought, okay, well, you know what? I had a, I, I was doing research. And there was no Google. There was no right. That's internet. Right. That's so right. we were finding out our information from like Uptown Magazine yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And so when I was reading, I was like, wait a minute here. Tony, Damon, and Kurt were, they're basically the dancers yeah. that are in the movie Purple Rain mm-hmm. that were the Game Boys up right. on the on the rafters, mm-hmm, yep. and then later on, right. he brought them in to be on the nude tour, yeah, right. which as dancers, because Prince was stuck, like, at that time he was in his early 30s, yeah, and he was, he was very, very active, he was dancing, yeah. like, dancing, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was good, but he needed some other backup dancers they mm-hmm, could. Because mm-hmm. Hammer was the number one Hammer was artist the number one, right? Time. And so during that, and all of a sudden he kind of had them rap it, yeah. but, or, or mostly Tony rap and Tony right. and I actually, Developed a great friend. And that's the thing that like says and like I hear in the I'm like, oh that's a that's a cool that's a cool dude. Cool you know dude, what I mean? Right? But at the time I'm like from the inner city from 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 and princes too. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? So it's like you yeah. know, but still it's like you print you have to do that. 
Yeah, yeah. You're a prince. Yeah, yeah. And I think over the year after that, he himself figured it out because you didn't see much rapping much in his music unless he was doing it. And then he brought in Dougie Fresh, who's like a legend. And like, okay, right. well, okay. You right. know, and he gets the party started. And he's always been positive. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Dougie never cursed. Uh -huh. I mean, his. He even messed with Chuck E for a minute. Oh, yeah, Chuck E came on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Chuck is a legend. Legend. You know I mean? Major so, legend. I mean, yeah. so. So, that so you, you checked out during out. that time. Yes. And then, so I was in. Um, a record when they had record stones, uh, <laughs> and I heard the Come album came out. Oh yeah! And I heard Papa, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Look!" I was like, "The hell is yeah. this?" And then at the end, that part where it breaks, and I'm like, Just "Broke it down hard." I'm like, "What is this?" Right. I'm like, "Give me that album," you know. Right. And then from then, from Come to now. Hmm. I've been back on. So just two years, I was like, you know, now he was still my boy. I got all them albums. Right, right. I was still getting bootlegs, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But And then, of course, the slave era, which I, I think that slave era is like the most, if there's ever going to be a movie, I want to move from that. Right. I think that's the most intriguing mm. era, you know. But with those five years, basically, okay, like with Stevie, after Songs in the Key of Life, he did Secret Life of Plants with people like Chris talked about too because Stevie lost his damn mind. Yeah. You know. And then so basically you create this new color, mm -hmm. this new uh, palette that nobody's ever seen before. Right. So the red after you do that, what's there left to do? Right. But paint with your new palette. Mm -hmm. So the rest of Prince's career, basically he was painting with the palette mm -hmm. that he you know, design because right. it was his palette, it was, it was his, his palette. sound, yep. you know. Yeah, and you know, there's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Every Prince album, there's always like a master, at least one, at least I don't care what album yes. it is, there's always at least one, usually three or four masterpiece masterpieces. Yes, um, yep, Jehovah's Witness time, Rainbow Children, one of my favorite albums. Mm -hmm. That's what somebody actually just wrote. The Rainbow mm -hmm. Children is unbelievably funky, it is, it is, it, it was a he wanted to keep it as like it organic, like organic, mm -hmm. jazzy, like jazz fusion mm -hmm. a sound. But mm -hmm. did you go to the tour? I was just saying I missed that. You missed one. that tour. Celebrate! I was in a little itty bitty town where like first one trash. During that time, it was really cool, and, and I was on drugs. So I mean, like, regardless of the fact, like, I, I still made it to those shows, mm -hmm. and I wasn't well. And, yeah. But but I do remember like he would do these uh, right before. Sound checks. Did you do the sound checks mm -hmm. and let the fans come right. and, and interact? And to read about it, be like, oh. and talk with him. And I was talking to my friend from Joe Ortiz, he's, mm -hmm. who's also a Prince fan, mm -hmm. but also works in, in the recovery world. This morning. Yes. I was rapping with him, and I told him, Joe, because he told me like he was he himself was on Mad Drugs yeah. during yeah. the musicology tour. Right. But he remembered something that had happened. I said, Joe, <laughs> I went to the Aladdin in Las Vegas. I was on the one that they filmed. The one that they yeah. filmed. I was on methamphetamine. I do remember sitting in the sound check. <laughs> and I do remember the, the concert was live. It was dope as well. Right. But I just remember like being out there. And I guess Afshin Shahidi, who was mm -hmm. a Persian, legend. Like me, yeah, legend. who was Prince's photographer a number of years, over a mm -hmm. decade. Mm -hmm. Caught a picture of the crowd, right? <laughs> and right in the middle of the crowd was this bald-headed Persian mm -hmm. singing away. And yeah. little did they know that, and everything else was blurred out around it. That ended up right on the DVD for one line alone. Right in the, when you open the DVD, right. there I am. Right. I'm right. like, right. Well, like the highest dude in the house is on here, right? But it was a great time. Those mm -hmm. were good times too, from what I remember. Right. <laughs> well, and that was like I think Prince said, okay. 
that's when he was Prince again. Right. He's like, I don't need to, I don't need to change no trends. Right. I, I'm gonna do where I'm at. John Blackwell came in. Oh yeah. So you know he was maturing. Um, right. And it's like maturing. I'm coming and I think, you know, even though that's a controversial time. He got his rights back. He got his rights back and and I think the let computers the dog Larry. Uh -huh. But it's like people used to talk Larry, and I don't know why, because he brought on Larry Graham, who was his 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 childhood right, base you know, idol. The guy was like, Larry, you know, come on now. And I mean, the thing I think Prince experienced a level. We all go through a fundamentalist phase of whatever's new to us, right? You know, what I mean, that's just a prerequisite for you know, where you're like the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, how many of you? Know how God wants to be worshipped. You know right. I mean? Let me tell you. You know right. what I mean. And Prince too, coming up, extremely poor, broken mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. He had this competitive thing, which was the time and his thing. And right. even with Mike, it was like I've got the base of my thing. Like you can't do it. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. and that never left him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So, um, but I think that that gave him a level. of peace and order mm -hmm. that he needed in his life at that time. Right. And then we get to musicology and mm -hmm. it's like now I'm like, no, I'm the elder, I'm the I'm the teacher. Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm I think those years where he truly became Prince. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm I'm completely I'm not self-conscious. Cause right. like if you watch the early like the Michael Prince thing, James Brown, mm -hmm. he was very self-conscious in those days. He mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, I mean, he was still figuring it out. That one, you are you talking about the one where uh, he knocked over the pole. Yeah, what was going on? I mean, did, did, did you ever want, <laughs> just you, know, you hear a lot of different versions of that. So we're talking about right now. Yeah. James Brown had a show. I think it was at the Beverly Hilton, mm -hmm. right somewhere. Yeah. It was probably 1983 because Prince, 1999. It yeah, was 1999 era yeah. because Prince had early 1999. Right, and and Michael was doing Beat It. Right, yeah, he had on no, that, no, it wasn't yeah. even Beat It. Yet. I think it was Billy Jean. Probably it was right mm -hmm. around that era, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, my James is performing mm -hmm. with the JDs, and then yeah. all of a sudden he brings up Michael out of the crowd, right? Right. And right. Michael comes up he on the stage. He does his whole Michael thing, his whole dance routine, mm -hmm. and all that, and the crowd is going crazy. The riff, right? right. The loving, right. right? And then, from what I remember, mm -hmm. Michael goes and whispers yeah. James <laughs> here, "Go get Prince," and so he goes and calls Prince up. Now, yeah. one has to wonder: Is he saying? Go get Prince because me and Prince came to this tonight, or I happened to notice Prince was in the crowd. Regardless right. of that, mm -hmm. a lot, if you really are like deep in the Prince world, you know that when Prince was a kid, mm -hmm. Prince's parents put him on That's stage right. Right. at the with age James of five Brown. with yeah. James Brown. So from there, like already, like this became somebody that was highly right. influential for bro, Michael and Prince. To to be a fly on the wall in that room that <laughs> night, just to, to witness. These two legends that right. were in the making mm -hmm. be up there with their their ultimate like right like the know, prototype the prototype Zeus. Zeus, the man right? <laughs> right. and Prince grabbed the guitar yeah. and started just jamming with the JBs and, and who knows if the guitar was in tune or whatever yeah. he just started playing and it wasn't anything mm -hmm. fancy enough he was just going around on with the funk he just like hit the licks and all mm -hmm. that and then the next thing you know he starts like kind of losing his shit and yeah. not so people people say was he loaded and stuff right. I don't even know I think he was just being silly. I think he, um, again, like with We Are The World, yeah. he liked to be in control. That's right. 
And I think just because it was Michael and it was James, yeah. he, and then he came out on Chick, and then like I think he knocked her. It was just like it was like a bad news. He came on Chick's like, Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it was he just, was so little compared to Big Chick. Right, and I think it was just a thing where he was again. He was very self. He wasn't Prince yet. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're you saying. Know, where it's not a thing where like he was self. Towards like uh, 2004. Um, my guitar gently weeps. It's like I'm Prince. Right. It's like whoever is on stage, I'm the star. That's right. He took over that. Right. You know what I'm that saying? That would have been lots of fame. That Prince would have been in '83. Mm-hmm. Everybody would have been like, but he's still coming into right. his. He came into that. Prince. That was with Tom Petty. <clears throat> that was with. Uh, do you need some water? Uh, yeah, it's in the black paint. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in the 2004. Yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, that was George Harrison's son was on mm-hmm. stage playing mm-hmm. my guitar gently weeps mm-hmm. with Tom Petty, Roy Orbison, and a few other artists. And Prince happened to be one that was asked to come and speak. He was inducted that year, right? He was yeah. inducted that year, right? Mm-hmm. So he was a college year, and he. Uh, he, he took over. Prince. He was the Prince. Yeah, he took over. It was just a normal Tuesday. Yes, yeah. It's a normal Tuesday. Because yeah. this is what I do. I think the rest of the, the people on stage were like, just Because awesome. they don't know. They don't know. You know, because the Prince was well, almost Tom, like. Tom Petty may have known. But then, Tom Petty was cool. Yeah, he was cool. But, you know, um, the thing about Prince is like, okay, from 88, you know, parade. It's just like, people are like, are you still in the Prince? You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So Prince is almost like a secret. Right, you know, up and from like the Nino changes names is crazy. You know what I'm right. saying? Slave on the side right. of the right. Like, right. what's he doing? What crazy things is he doing now? Right. And then you know, 2004 is like everybody finally caught up to this. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man. and we always, you know, it's like, we okay, this is, knew. this is the week. For, you know, go to the after show. Right. This is the week. This is the pop. He's giving y'all, you know. But you know what's cool? I'll tell you this one time. One time in like 1996, I was at the Palladium. And Prince, it was in Hollywood, and I remember that um, it was before the show started. And I'm sitting in a few seats, maybe like ten seats back. And I look in front of me. I'm like, "Who's this dude that's sitting in front of me? Is that? Aren't you Steve Vai?" Yeah. And he goes, "Yeah." What are you doing here? He goes, "What do you mean?" I'm in school. Prince is the master, right? Steve, to have Steve Vai tell you that, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I grew up playing guitar. I mean, I, I saw the real Van Halen, David Lee Roth. You know what I mean? Yeah, them, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, you know, you are, I, yeah. I know about all the guitar heroes. Right. right. Where are we at on time? Because I can talk about Prince Ray. We have another 20, 20 minutes. Oh my God. Okay. So let me get to, to, to the main music. Okay. Go for it. The Ascension. So, um, as I stated earlier, you're all God's children in the most high God. Mm-hmm. So, what makes a star? You're all stars. What makes a star? Stars are people that we all come here with a bank mm-hmm. of talents, of wealth. Um, it's, it's the month of Ramadan and uh, the mystic Islamic tradition. They say, every one of you said yes to mm-hmm. earth mm-hmm. before you came here. Right. So stars are those people that actually max out their divine credit card. Mm. It's like, okay, this is why I came. Okay, I'm doing it. And the rest of us are struggling to 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 find it, you know, to find that group, to find that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Prince is someone that did it. What? My assertion is, is that Prince actually 
All of us are like this. Like I said in the opening, all of us are gods. But Prince was really not human. Is he right? He's really not human. Who was it? Michael was really not human. Right. We have a human side. Right. And the talent and whatnot comes from the divine side. Mm -hmm. But it's like when you fully give all of your energy to that talent, to that divine gift, mm -hmm. you become divine too. To now, yes. Patty LaBelle said it. He doesn't eat. He doesn't sleep. He lives on the spirit. So, but we're still in this human form, which is a very fragile form. Mm -hmm. Our bodies will betray us. You dance the way Prince dances. You play for 12, 16, 15, every day. Right. This body will wear out. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do I channel this divine force through this weak physical body? How do I do that? Right. Michael Jackson, they said, Robert, my brother over there, he's been to Neverland. Mm -hmm. And I wish that we had more time. Maybe we will get into to, to something on Michael. But they say Michael, his mind was so um, uh, flooded with, with ideas and stuff that he couldn't sleep. Right. Because he was a divine being. I was thinking. Yeah. He couldn't, because actually we have a part of us that doesn't sleep. Mm -hmm. We don't think about our heart. We don't think about, you know. Right. And that's the part of us that doesn't get wet, it doesn't get burned, mm -hmm. it doesn't die, mm -hmm. you know. So I, in 2016, <clears throat> five years ago today, we lost the great David Bowie too. Right, who, right like, before. A lot of people, my, my parents were like, you know, the man saw the earth, the man who fell to earth when that movie came out, I was like, He's an alien. He's not. You know, he's, right. This is a this is a this is a documentary. You know, but this guy is not from here. Right. Again, another one of these like talents is like this dude's a king. Right. So there's a group of us that were doing solar practices. Can you handle my phone, brother? I was trying to find the other phone, but thank you. So the thing was, is that to communicate with the sun. Now, Prince talked a lot about the moon. He didn't talk a lot about the sun. Right. He talked more about the S-O-N more than the S-U-N. Mm -hmm. They're the same thing. Right. So there's a group of us that were working on communicating with the sun mm -hmm. and having the sun communicate back to you. Right. And so I was doing this practice on um, uh, the morning of uh, 2016, five years ago. Yeah. And music always puts me in a zone. So the Syracuse 1985 version of Purple Rain happened to come on mm. while I'm doing this solar practice and talking to the sun and trying to get the sun to talk back to me. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, Prince always used to go like, if you know what you're singing about, raise your hands, right? That day I understood what he was singing about. And that that version of Purple Rain always makes me cry. That was that's probably the best version of Purple Rain. It always makes me cry. And I think too, like that tour is like that's like as a performer, as the master, that's when he became like Prince. Mm. You know, it was, it was that tour. Right. Because when Parade hit, he was like New Delicate. He was like, it was just like, you know, get yes. out of here, man, you know. Yeah. So I'm just crying like not not crying like <laughs> you know what I mean? And purple rain, the chakra system, you have your, your violet chakra, mm -hmm. which is the crown. Right. So in enlightenment, 
when you reach enlightenment, there's a liquid, they call it soma, mm -hmm. that begins to bathe the body. Mm -hmm. That is purple rain. It's the ultimate spiritual enlightenment or attainment. Mm -hmm. Purple rain. Some say, okay, the sky was all purple. It's like red and blue, right. the sky, the blood. Mm -hmm. That, what I say, would be on a lower level, on a higher level, that's what it is. It's complete spiritual purification and merging with the divine. This is really interesting that you talk about mm -hmm. this because you started off with saying at 25 is when, yes. that, when that happened. During mm -hmm. that time, Prince had another song called I Would Die For You. Yes. He said in the song, I'm not a woman, I'm not a man. I am something, something that you'll never understand. understand exactly. Right? Then obviously on the, on the outside, mm -hmm. externally, what we started to see was mm -hmm. a lot of people say, is Prince gay? Like, right. You know, but right. he was an androgynous mm -hmm. human being mm -hmm. that, would, that would look very well uh, in your mother's clothes or he, mm -hmm. could, he could wear a man's nice suit, right? Mm -hmm. And he right. could pull it off either way. Mm -hmm. He had a good physique. He had a good body for that. He was very mm -hmm. small. Yeah. Now, you talked about down the line. There was times he would talk about the sun. You're right. Yeah. But did you notice? And I, I really want to talk about this today because obviously mm -hmm. there was a song called "Way Back Home." But Woo! in in that in that particular era, which was 2014, mm -hmm. did you notice that he had many different layers moons. of the moon? Right. He yeah. had the moons. Right. He had the moon earrings. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to some people, that stuff just looks pretty. It's nice, the, right? The, the patterns, the way. Deeper. Yeah, it's much deeper. It's much deeper. Mm -hmm. He was he was trying to tell us something. Yeah, yeah. And if you really listen to the song "Way Back Home," which has now become one of my top Prince songs, it's amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing song. Masterpiece. When you listen to "Way Back Home" when it came out, yes, I felt like this is what I felt. Mm -hmm. My spirit told me something's coming up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. But he's talking in a way like he ain't gonna be here right. much longer. Right. 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 Now, I love to be able to talk to, with you about this because you can. Can we go over it? We can go over it. Okay. We good, can good. go over it. I'm just getting started. <laughs> and I want to go over it. And, here, mm -hmm. and this is why I, I love talking to, mm -hmm. to somebody like you. Mm -hmm. uh, this ain't just about the fact that we, we're Sufi brothers and all right, the right. fact that we're mistakes. But people. this is, I think, where our print the love and adoration that we have for Prince mm -hmm. comes together and yes. we, we can just vibe right. together and talk right. about this. Right. So here's the things that happened for me. My experience mm -hmm. in 2014 was that way back home, the album was superb. It was, yeah. Artificial age. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like, wow, yeah. where did this come from, right? <laughs> right. And, 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 and he hadn't had an album in three, four years. He didn't have one in a few right. years. Which right? never happened. Never right? happened for Prince. <laughs> but yeah, and, and bringing people like, you know, like Andy Allo. He really the, came into his mentorship. In mentorship, right? But and Andy Allo is important, and Judith Hill I want to talk about, too. Yeah, Judith Hill, yeah, and Esperanza, too. Yeah, he came into this real big brother role of I'm the, right. you know. The teacher. I don't necessarily have to see Eugene anymore. He made it in. You maybe, know, maybe, maybe one, two. But I can still just mentor you on yeah. a pure level. That's right. Yeah. So the album came out. That song came out, mm -hmm. and I thought something's going on. Like yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But the, I mean, just the affirmations and the transitions and it's the way deep. and the way he started yeah, talking. Uh, and so it, all of a sudden, piano and microphone tour. I remember I was on Twitter, and I saw this thing called Cheesecake Fun, and mm -hmm. they said. If you want to, to experience the cheesecake fun, come down to Paisley. Mm. Uh, it'll be this weekend. So I'm like, oh, mm. I'm, I'm flying to fucking Minneapolis, right? Mm -hmm. Hadn't been 
to Paisley on the inside ever. Okay. I didn't go to celebrations. I wish I did. I was on Me drugs, too. right? <laughs> yeah, but I flew out there and we went in a small room. Well, sorry, in the in the side room, the MPG yeah. Music Club room, mm -hmm. and um, he did a seventy minute set. First fifty minutes was on the piano, wow. which was to me it was the precursor. Two thousand fifteen November. Okay? okay. It was the precursor to the piano microphone tour. I believe okay. he was just warming up yeah. to a smaller yeah. crowd. Mm -hmm. He had just done an inter interview that day. About 50 minutes on the piano. He's saying, when will we get paid? Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that, I mean, yeah. just to hear right there was powerful mm -hmm. as fuck. Mm -hmm. But then he brought out his band. He had uh, Mono Neon on okay. bass. Yeah. And, and uh, what's her name? Uh, he had Donna. Donna? Yeah. No, yeah, Donna was there too. Okay. She was the guitarist. And uh, and then Kirk was on the drums, and that was it. And and right. he, he got us off of his piano, and then grabbed his guitar and played Stratus. What was the other one? He played two songs, but he <clears throat> it was as powerful. And I thought, again, between that album and 2014, mm -hmm. end of 2015, this is happening. Mm -hmm. And then the announcement of Piano and Microphone Tour, yeah, right? Yeah. And and here's yeah. what I started to think. I mm -hmm. thought he came into this industry as a loner. True. Right? right? With an afro. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and played everything himself. Mm -hmm. Now he's got this tour, it's just him on stage. Mm -hmm. There's no band members. He's had a vast mm -hmm. career mm -hmm. with many different musicians mm -hmm. in many different eras. Mm -hmm. Now he's just he's playing his stuff. Yeah. He was playing some memorable stuff. Oh man. Stuff he never played before. Stuff he never played before. But Maybe. He, he, he also started to talk about. David, David Bowie, his yeah, past. Yeah, he his gave David Bowie love, his father, his Vanity. mother. He played the Batman. What we have been reading in books about right. the Batman theme right. and all that stuff. Right. But what I thought to myself is this almost seems like he's saying goodbye. He's saying goodbye. Like mm -hmm. it all, and I thought That's that right. that night. I went to Paisley and saw yeah. both shows right. and we were up front and everything. And I thought, this is like a ceremonial mm -hmm. Prince style mm -hmm. spiritual. Yeah. Goodbye, mm -hmm. right? And and mm -hmm. sure enough, and I'm to say this right now, like mm -hmm. on that night, which was sure. January twenty first, two thousand sixteen, I had somebody that told me they were worried about him, mm -hmm. and I said, "What is it?" And they said that they think he might be doing some mm -hmm. things again. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, on twenty fourteen, after he did a, a tour, a couple, he went to Atlanta. Yeah. Then he went. To I was trying to finish up. San Francisco, Australia. He started to didn't, he didn't look too well in his mm -hmm. pictures anymore. It looked like he was kind of deteriorating, mm -hmm. and then he was gone. And it's interesting because during the um, and being in America, <clears throat> there wasn't any, you know it wasn't. I mean, the internet was nascent. It was like in his baby, you yeah. know, in yeah. the stage. You know, the average person wasn't online, right? Um, but during that time, he was very, very frail. Mm -hmm. And they say too that they're actually on. You could see he was frail. On April 21st, mm -hmm. I think 95, 96, there right. was something where he was rushed to the hospital. Oh, I didn't know that. And then, of course, um, I think Alex Hans' book, he opens with that, The okay. Rise. Not the surprise. I gotta read that. I have not read that book. Um, I don't like The Fall because there is there is no fall. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, he recorded on this day sometimes. It snows in April. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which again, and you know, we, we've talked about this before, but the soul knows. We don't know the part of us that actually, if you look in the mirror, this is a spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. Looking in the mirror is a spiritual experience. Right. Who is looking at you? You. Or is it your soul? Right. That's right. Who is looking at this? It's your soul. What is this? Right. Who's doing the looking? 
so that you that's doing the looking is guiding your life without your knowledge. Even your heartbeat, your heartbeat is beating without your knowledge. Right. You don't, you know, it would never be that we was running stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. They call it what? The parasympathetic nervous system, Mm -hmm. right? So the phases of the moon, he had completed all of his phases. Hmm. It was time for for him to go back home. And there was the picture of his... Afro yeah. face and in the moon. And his third eye was open. I and his third eye was open. And he said, um, God, he went out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, he the physical didn't know. He he probably didn't know consciously, right? But his soul knew. Mm-hmm. You know, and now, even so the critics saw the, the, the three sunglasses and like, mm-hmm. what's Prince doing? Right, yeah, right. Right, right, exactly. That's the third eye. Exactly. Third Eye Girl was the name of the group. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. Third Eye Girl, what was Prince's dream to always have a band with all female players and him as the lead? It happened. And again, you, you know, maybe we'll get into this, but, you know, looking at the life of of Jesus as it's told in the Bible. Right. He had 12 disciples around him, dudes, right? Mm -hmm. But when he was on the cross, were no dudes there. Right. It was all women. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know. No, all the dudes, like, you know, they could have hang. Are you with Jesus? I don't know that dude. (laughs) (laughs) But the woman's like, no, I'm with him. Hmm. His Marys. Okay, so, um, so back to five years ago today, Hmm. I'm doing this solar practice and I'm crying my heart out. Hmm. But it's tears of joy. It's not tears of sadness. Mm-hmm. It's tears of joy. Right. And I'm like, and I understand. I'm like, okay, I understand. And I say today, I'm telling you, now I haven't had a television in 15 years. Right. right. Um, but I said today is a Prince Day. I'm a rock Prince all day today. Mm. The little park that I was, I was in Philadelphia at the time, I saw a hawk. I heard a little bird there was a hawk, which is Horace, mm-hmm. um, which Horus was where they got Jesus from, you know, in Egyptology, right. you know, chemistology. Um, I see little purple flowers that I've never seen from my like, oh, prince. Oh, yeah. Saying? I come home, I have a picture of it somewhere, but I, one of my neighbors had roses in the shape of a heart. Mm-hmm. And of course, Prince 1990 had the big heart, right? Right. And they looked like they were purple. And I was like, it's a prince day. Yeah. Right. So um, I was, um, I was, I went over to the girl I was seeing at the Times place, and my dad called me. He's like, Tom, did you hear about Prince? I said, yeah. They said, he died, Tommy. I'm like, I said, well, I said, there is no death of Prince. If that's, I don't believe it, but if that's true, mm-hmm. you know, he's all right. He, they, they can't kill Prince. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and so it was true, right? Yeah. So I was like, wow. And then, um, so that day, the next day, two things happened. Well, a lot of things happened, but there's something called the rainbow body of light. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. It's a, it's, it, they say it comes from like Tibetan Buddhism, but even if you look at Christ, you always see a halo around Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Even E.T. with the heart, the heart light, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Where the body actually transfigures into light. Mm. That's one of the spiritual practices that I do as well. Okay. Um, in high spiritual masters, they say when they ascend, 
their bodies don't decompose like normal humans. Mm -hmm. They turn into light. So the next day at Paisley Park, what happened? There were not one, but two, two rainbows. rainbows. That is the rainbow body of light. And on the Around the World in the Day album cover in 1985, Ladder, right? if you if you mm -hmm. look at the, there's a rainbow going mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two rainbows. And then the next year, there's another rainbow on this day. So I was like, he ascended. He ascended. Now, what is ascension? Ascension, you don't have to, ascension is basically the transfiguration. Like even going back to the cross and say, okay, Jesus was, um, he was died and then three days later he came back, mm -hmm. right? So what are the three days later said he went to hell, he went to the underworld, he was dead, you know, and then he ascended. When he came back, he was in his body of light. Mm -hmm. So I knew, I was never sad. Now, obviously I was like, see him again. There, there's a human part of you that's sad. Yeah, but the feeling I had now when I was doing those solar practices, and I'm bawling my eyes out to the Syracuse version of Purple Rain. Right. That is the exact time his body was found. The exact time. So I knew I was like, "Yo, he ascended." And then you go back and listen to Way Back Home. You know, most of the people in this world are born dead. That's right. But I was born alive. Mm -hmm. That I could find my way back home. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, the human thing that always has to be my claim to fame is scandal, right? Mm -hmm. You know, controversy. It always has to be some controversy, right? right? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So what really happened? I mean, I heard independent reports that there was like enough fentanyl in the system to kill a thousand people. Right, I heard that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if it's true. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because we take on, um, we take on struggle we take on that's part of the, 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 the that's part of you that's actually what this earth is mm -hmm. it's the training ground for your divinity right and those of us that fail the test come back to do it again those of us that pass the test transfigure in the life and we can make our way back home mm. i'm here to tell the prince people that that's what he did I have no doubt about it. I have no doubt about that Michael Jackson did it too. Right. Um, and I want to talk about Michael really quick mm -hmm. um, because my brother there, brother Robert Muhammad, he went to Neverland and he met Michael. And I know other people, I never met him. But, um, and I'm going to be really just, just, just out with it. Michael represented, I believe Michael was asexual. Mm -hmm. For me, Michael and Prince are twin energies. They're the same divine energy in different expressions. Mm -hmm. So Michael represents the prepubescent, unconditional love. He has a song called With a Child's Heart. Mm -hmm. And of course, Michael, you know, Michael was one of the best singers of all time at 11 years old. That's right. At 11. That, yeah. Right? So Smokey right. Robinson, like, yo, how? I wrote this on how he, I don't know 11 year old singing it better than I sing. <laughs> how he doing this? Right. right. And Chris grew up on Michael. He did. Like Chris Rock says, like, black, my black is being subjectified. <laughs> I mean, that's like, we were free then when I saw that, mm -hmm. you know? 
So Michael represented pure love, as Prince said. Michael, that's magic, that's his word, because that's the child, right. right? I believe in magic. And Michael had it Neverland, which my brothers went to. He had a whole wing for children like that were quadriplegic, luxury chairs so they could watch movies, and, mm. you know. One thing about pedophiles, um, they don't do philanthropy. Right. And on a spiritual level, there's a demon that's over pedophilia. Mm. The demon, there's a demon that's over recovery. Mm -hmm. The word alcohol comes from an Arabic word, uh, al ghul, mm -hmm. which is where the word ghoul comes from. It's a spirit. That's why they call it what? Spirits. It's a ghoul. Okay, yeah. It's a ghoul. Yeah. It's a demon. Right. You know, that's why Rumi says most people, if they drink, their demon will come out. Mm. Some yes. people, the, the happy, you know what I mean? The right. joyful part. But because most people, you know, something negative will come out, we just ban it for everybody. Mm -hmm. For everybody's benefit, right. right? So with Michael, the spirit of pedophilia is a demon named Moloch. Moloch thrives on fear, terror, putting children in terror. There's nothing worse than, you know, messing with a child. There's nothing worse. That's right. I said murderers, you know, murderers is cool in prison, but child molesters, it's like, no, you, you don't right. get any passes. Mm -hmm. um, our 12-year-old, well, he was in 12, maybe eight, nine, uh, a few years ago, we were watching Michael Jackson videos. Mm -hmm. and he, you play a Michael Jackson video for a child, boy, girl, doesn't matter what race, what age, right. they will light Love up. It. Yeah, yep. Because that is the spirit of Michael. That was his job, was to light up the world, particularly protect the children of this world. Mm -hmm. And that awful documentary that they did, yep. um, and some of y'all might know this, but Michael's niece, so I think it's either Jackie or Tito's mm -hmm. daughter, Michael set her up with Wade Robson, the guy that was in the video. Mm -hmm. And they were dating for like 12 years until he cheated on her with Britney Spears. And she's like, why is that in a documentary? Yeah, they didn't talk about that. They didn't talk about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Michael represents that unconditional child love. And if you want to tap into that aspect of yourself, mm -hmm. play his music. Mm -hmm. Prince represents the freaky Jesus, <laughs> the Jesus with the Marys, That's right. the androgynous, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because your true spirit, there's no need, again, we talk about medicine and medical profession. There's written, again, it's not a judgment or whatnot, but there's no need really to go to a doctor to change your sex, because you're already male and female. You have a female side, you have a masculine That's right. side. Prince was an example of that. That's right. Um, so Prince represents that, that that sensual, that love sexy, that unconditional sensual love, because the most powerful divine force on earth is the sexual energy. Mm -hmm. And that's what Prince, and they say like Marvin Gaye was like a struggle between the divine and the profane and whatnot, mm -hmm. but he merged that. 
-hmm. you know, he found complete peace because there is complete peace with it. That's right. So he merged it, you know. Um, so that's that's the ascension. Of, and I, you know, I really um, hope that you know when people look at Prince, you know, although those of us that love and love him and those, you know, he's been with us all these years yeah. through our lives and our ups and downs. Mm -hmm. It's like when you want to tap into that part of yourself, he's a mirror for us of what we can do. That's right. Right. And that's how we have to look at it. We can't look at it. I mean, I think we can't. I can't look at it right. as a tragic thing. I look at it as an essential. Right. And all the little, like just said, all the other stats ain't sexy. What's the stats? Oh, he died of this, he died of that, he was in the elevator. He, those are the they ain't sexy. Right. What's the what's the main part? Go listen to Way Back Home. Mm. Go listen to Junior. Go listen to um. I mean, so many. Another one is Future Soul Song. Beautiful song. I mean, that's like, it's like a warm hug or something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I got to see him do that live when I went to the forum. You know what I mean? I'm like, of all songs, even this one for yeah, me, you know one. what I mean? Yeah. You know? And <clears throat> when he did that one, he had the twins, back to the twin energy. Twins, yep. Wrapped him up like, who were you there that night? I was on stage. You were on stage that night. Okay, right. That was a very special show. Woo, that's man. the one that they're going to. This uh, Welcome to America that's okay. coming out. Amel Rule opened up. They have the Blu-ray of that night. Oh man, that's coming out. Yeah, he had. I mean, he played some special song mm -hmm. songs that we hadn't heard. Yeah, about, no, like Joy and Repetition, mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. like that. Like that. I mean, we had heard Joy and Repetition years before at the mm -hmm. House of Blues. Mm -hmm. One special time, but mm -hmm. that night he did it. Mm -hmm. Seventeen days. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, they wrapped him up like a sarcophagus. I remember that that night. You know, and it's like what. What is this? You know what I mean? But, um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, somebody's actually sent me a picture of Prince when he was dead on the floor. I saw it. I didn't want to see it, but I saw it. I didn't it. want to see it either, but then I did want to see it. Mm -hmm. You want to know why? It was a trip to see that <laughs> this dude that did so much and that was so mm. talented mm -hmm. was living there, sitting, laying there so lifeless mm. in that little body of his mm -hmm. that we have seen over the years yeah. make so much movement, so many mm -hmm. different styles of dance and fashion mm -hmm. and everything. And there it is. Yeah. He transcended. He, he went on. He looked at peace. He looked at peace. He did not look like... In fact, on the plane, because he died a week before. A week before he did and they were like, they are candid. And apparently he was like, Why'd you bring me back? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't afraid of death. Yeah. And he told me other trainers, I ain't scared of nothing. You know what I mean? What did he say? <clears throat> uh, I think Jeremy had flown out there to go see him too. Uh, something about. Dr. Stones. Yeah, that's funny. Mm -hmm. Something about say your prayers or. Uh, say, wait a few days. Wait a few say your Say your prayers. Say your prayers for a few days. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 So I just wonder, like, even in the end, when he was seeking to go to the, I mean, yeah. to get the medication and all mm -hmm. that stuff, I think at some point when when the time had come, it was his time to just go. Look, we all have what's called an exit point. Right. He knew in 1985, again, not him as a human, the human part, the divine part, the part that's navigating his life, right. knew that April 21st was his exit date. That's why he recorded the song that's always Sometimes associated people, yeah. with losing someone mm -hmm. on that day, right. April 21st. Mm. His soul, it was his exit date. Right. We all have exit dates. Right. 
you know, um, a lot of um, uh, holy people or whatnot, they'll say, oh, today's a good day for me to make my transition. Mm -hmm. They'll choose, you know, and like one of my teachers died consciously. He was very, again, these are the, I'm glad that's why I said that. Because now I know what my soul, like I, my human part of myself didn't know why I was writing that, but now I know. Right. It's like the stats ain't sexy. <clears throat> so one of my teachers' name was Lex Hickson. I call him my grandpa. Mm -hmm. I met him five years after he passed away. What? In a dream world. Um, he had colon cancer. Like, Why do they have colon cancer? He's a spiritual person. Well, you know, like, right. those are the stats that really ain't sexy. Mm -hmm. But he was a Sufi. He was uh, in Vedanta, which is. Uh, kind of say the more ascetic form of Tantra. Mm -hmm. He was a Zen Roshi. He was all these things simultaneously. He studied Eastern Orthodox Christianity. So some people he, he sent them to the synagogue, some people he sent to the mosque, some people he sent to the ashram. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He was all these things in one. Right. You know. So he battled for nine months with this colon cancer. And to his Sufi community, he said, Alhamdulillah, which means praise God. Mm -hmm. Allah has blessed me with the spiritual test mm -hmm. of colon cancer. That was his perspective. Right. Like, it's a spiritual test. Alhamdulillah, praise God, I have cancer. Who says that, right? Right, right? And then when he passed away, he had his family, his children were with him, and he consciously took them through his journey out of here. Mm. He told them what it was like. Mm. That's a divine conscious soul. I love that. You know? And so, um, that's what you are. Every one of us listening to this is seeing everyone you see. Mm -hmm. And this time, too, it's a very, you know, like the election, and black, black. It's a very contentious time. Right. Right. You know, people, you know, people believe this and people believe that. And if you don't, I'm going to cancel you. You know yeah, what right, I mean? Right, right. It's like we have to develop compassion mm -hmm. for other people. For all. For all. Thank right. you. For all. And it's like, and see yourself, look, one thing that happens, I've died twice. Mm -hmm. So I'm already dead. It's like, I really need to stay dead. Right. Um, but one of the things that happens, when you cross over, you have a 360 degree panorama of your life. Every, they call it the Bardo, everything you did. Mm -hmm. And you get to experience it from all the other people that were around you. Mm -hmm. So you can truly see yourself now. Right. And you have almost like a, a buddy that would be like, oh man, that was yo, we did that. And like, oh, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> right. yeah. You know what I mean? But you have nobody gets away with anything down there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't care what you don't get away. You have to deal with it. Just like the dog, you know, you put their face right. and like, look, that will happen to you. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. So the soup you say die before you die. Right. Do that work now. Right. So you won't have to go through that event. You know what I mean? So um, um, back to recovery, you know, I had to discover with my experience that like you can't, you can't sit, you can't be Superman. That's right. You know what I mean? It's like we all have to be our own Superman, mm -hmm. you know, and determine. Now, again, if, you know, if you fail, just like, you know, spiritual path is the recovery path. Right. You know, it's like, 
how much, you know what I mean? Where's your willpower? Mm-hmm. You know. And if you fall down, it's it's you know, it's okay. Now, will you make it back? You know, I don't know what it's like. I, you know, fortunately, I've never had to experience that. That's not, that's not the book I had to write down. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why your story inspired me so much, mm-hmm. you know, because not only did you come out of it, but then you dedicated your life, which is that 300. So you did it yourself. You died before you died. Mm-hmm. You experienced what you did mm-hmm. and you atoned for it. And how did you atone for it? By doing your work you're doing now. That's amazing, man. That's why I said it's the divine grace recovery. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, not only do I know what I've done to other people, now I've got to do something to make up for that and lift other people up. And that's become not only your way of life, but your 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 uh, career. Mm, it is. It's not really a career. It's your way of Like Prince, it's not a job. It's second it's, nature. It's, yeah. it's what you do. That's right. That's your purpose in life. That's why you're here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's, you, you got it, man. <laughs> this has been uh, one of the deepest shows that I have uh, mm. ever done on the podcast. It was nice to actually get to sit here and listen to you because yeah, right on. You are a deep spirit. You're a good mm. man. It's I try. You, I, <laughs> I, had lot, I had a lot of uh, realizations through this. Mm. Um, mm. It took me about a week to get over the death of Prince. Yeah, as far as you're right, like he's not going to be here anymore. Right. Forget about not being able to go on the shows, like. Is there going to be enough music? Of course, there's enough music. Mm-hmm. He made sure to let, leave us a lot of oh that, and the music never—it sounds different. Yeah, it does. Now when I listen to it, it sounds. And you know what? A lot of this stuff was was pertinent. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it's coming to life right now mm-hmm. with, with totally. more and more events totally. that are going on in the world. Totally. He was way ahead of his time. You know, uh, he, he knew he was a deep soul. He knew what was going on. He was very aware mm-hmm. uh, of of. Everything, and I, I love the fact that he also uh, talked about what it's like to be black in yeah. America, you yeah. know, and what mm-hmm. what he's had gone through and totally. the movement. And, and he also, people don't know this, but um, before he passed, those two shows that he did in Atlanta and yeah. in San Francisco, uh, the proceeds and all right. of the money had gone right. to yeah. helping uh, the community, right? You exactly. know, helping the less. He became a real prince. Yeah, he was like Total really philanthropy. someone that's like, yeah, I'm I'm literally a king. I know I'm a king, right? And I'm doing my work as a king, right? And you know, another great that goes to the body of like his ascension and the crown chakra and all in the mm-hmm. purple. Yeah, the whole world turned purple. That's right. The entire when have we seen that? Right. I mean, I get as Prince people, we're like, okay, there's this little cult that, like, you know what I mean? No, they but you saw the whole the Eiffel Tower, world. New York, LA, now, look, everything. There's no higher level of attainment from a spiritual perspective right. to be known by a color. Yes, we're talking color. about the palette. Who's known by a color? Yes, that's right. That's right. And a symbol. Who is known by a symbol? Right. And my mom, my, I took my mom from Mother's Day to those shows because, like I said, we were trying to go on Purple Rain, right. you know, 84, never got there. Uh-huh. And my mom didn't go out to many concerts and stuff. And Prince wore us out. Like, we were both like, you can't play. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was eight encores or something like that. Right. Like, Are y'all still here? You know, well, let me play another one then, you know. But she said the energy was so. 
Like you go to Constable, there's drunk people. There's like right. it, when he said, "Okay, I want to do a family friendly show." And who would have thought the guy in his bikini briefs would be doing a family friendly show? Right. And in a, in a bathtub and a bed on stage right. and stuff. Years later, right? Bring your kids. Later, right. Bring your kids. I want them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But my right. mom was like, "The show, the energy was so clean. Everybody was so warm. It was right. like I was surprised. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm in L.A. Right? right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, it's that symbol that he's got in the middle of the stage. That's right. That's a frequency That's right. that he was on. Mm-hmm. And so everything around him had to vibrate at that frequency. Superb. I mean, come on. <laughs> we got to, we got we're we are very yeah. fortunate to yeah. have experienced mm-hmm. all of that. Right. You know, a divine being who's a reflection of our own divine. Divinity. And that's why I often, you know, I, I do want to I have to close the show, up, but I mm-hmm. do want to say this. Like often when I speak in recovery circles. Yeah. Everything you just said, we are a mirror. Yes. So when right. I go and I speak to people, I'm not speaking to them. Right. So I help them. Right. I'm speaking to them because they're helping me. Right. And I and I implore that's them. Right. I often say to them, listen. This doesn't just. Pertain to people in recovery circles. This right. pertains Everyone. to all of humanity. That's right. A life without meaning and purpose is is a meaningless life. Yeah, yeah. So what I implore you to find your inner inner source, mm-hmm. like what it truly is about you. Mm-hmm. What is your driving force? Yes. It ain't about getting up in the morning and working a nine to five. Right. It ain't about you know going on vacation twice a year with your family. Mm-hmm. This is about really seeing like what is your purpose on this earth exactly. That man found his purpose. Exactly. Oh, no doubt. That man found And did it. Yes, he did. Like, and maxed it out. And I want to say one other thing. It's very important for, for, for you and the work you do, for myself, everyone, is that when you are, when you live in a life of service, service to others, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how you do this. I know you do it this year. Same. <laughs> but it has to be a thing of, like, taking everyone's energy out of your aura out of yourself mm-hmm. because it's like you can't go home with the people that you've worked with. Mm-hmm. Like you can't take them. With you can't. You have to find a way to detach That's right. yourself from right. that energy, you know? Yeah. And um, take my empath wings off. Right. To the house. You do. That's right. Yeah. And you know, and that's, that's, you know, and you know, one of the best ways to do it is just, again, like we did when we opened it's just be still and then just be not for five minutes or 10 or right. 20, you know, um, it's important. And Absolutely. actually, that will, as we said when we walked in, that will get you through this time. Mm. Like, yo, it's a terrible time. It's a, no, this is the greatest time. It's the greatest time. This is not a terrible time. It's a beautiful It's the greatest time. That's right. You know, and we actually, <laughs> all the struggles, all of the, the Rona, the everything, everything we said there we hate, we actually are the ones that requested it. Right. Because those are our weights that we need to get us to our God level. That's right. So we're like, oh, give me this. Give me some drugs. Right. <laughs> like DMX. Right. Yo, I love, okay, so DMX. I love DMX, man. That I dude, man, I mean, I always loved him, but like, and that's the thing too. There's something about when a great soul leaves their body. Mm-hmm. Now you can see how great they were. Mm. 
And it's something like when you're really here, it's like, oh, give people their flowers where they live. But it's like, it's something like when a great spirit is no longer here, or even a smaller spirit, mm-hmm. for some reason, now we can really value that. That's right. And we did it, you know, but DMX was the true example since this is recovery. Yeah. And he was never, he never lied about who he was. Right. He never was like, he was upfront with it. Right. You know, he was public with it. And like one, I think it was Fat Joe or somebody was like, yo, we walk into a club and we see the next, this nigga get down, he's our friend for us in the club. <laughs> I mean, he was he was the perfect example of the lotus blooming from the mud. Hmm. From the mud, that's, that's right. where the lotus will bloom. Hmm. And that's why you do the work that you do. When I was in another life, that's what I would go to prisons and stuff because I know that that's where the, that's where God is. Mm. Christ can find Christ can be found among the lepers and the lames. Mm-hmm. You know, among the dirt skid row. That's where Christ is. That's right. You know, not up in the Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the dirt. She's in the dirt. Right. And DMX represented that dirt. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that divine energy of like desperation is like I ain't got no way to eat but raw. Somebody, right, right, and it doesn't sound divine, but that's a divine energy—the <laughs> dog. <laughs> so yeah, God bless DMX. God bless him. Wow, this is a special show. I really love this special day, man. It's, it's, it's very it's, special. It's day. And the Sufis say, Rumi said, like when the soul leaves, that's his wedding day. Mm. That's his true. That's the celebration. That's a celebration. Yeah, he's so it's celebrating, a celebration. He's celebrating Prince today. Yeah, man. All right. Purple Yoda. He was the Purple Yoda. <laughs> all right. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, love you very much. Love you too, bro. And uh, thank you all for tuning in today, those that did. And we are going to just phase it on out. Phase listen, out. listen to lots of Prince today. All right? Lots. Of Prince. Lots. <laughs>